Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games of the Game Pass Collection. Bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I'm sorry I'm mumbling a little bit, I bit my tongue really bad. I'm your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. With me, our moderate gamer, Keith. Hello. And of course, with us, my little, the wonderful Liz the New. Hey, guys. So, ends another year. Here is our 2023 year wrap up. Where we go over our games that we covered. Uh, if you are on our Discord, we posted the list with the questions. So in case you need a refresher of all the games we played, because there was a lot that we played. So instead of spending the next 20 minutes literally listing all the games that we played, you can check out our Discord or Twitter or Facebook. Also post it there. But yes, what a wild year this was. This is our fourth. What did you guys think fourth, of 2023? Year in review. Right? 20, yes. 2019 was, would have been our first one, which probably came out, I don't know, February 2021, maybe. Um, you know, because we're usually good at pacing. I know. But yeah, this is, our, this is our fourth year. That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like this wasn't my favorite gaming year. Um, there there were some gems. Towards the end of the year, I kind of took um, a little bit of a break. Um, I didn't play six games, which feels like a lot. Um, Diablo 4... Terraria, Payday 3, Warm... Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Warhammer. Warhammer. Warm and hammer. Um, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney Trilogy, and Star Wars Battlefront 2. So those are the six games I didn't play this year. So they will not be in my... Uh, I think... Uh, what is it called? Awards? Yeah, well, I mean, I think yeah, in all guys. fairness, they don't... <laughs> I don't know. I think Diablo is it's kind of a weird because it was that was kind of a, a side quest. So I think that's, a side quest, but it's going to be Game Pass. Oh, I suppose that's that. Um, but yeah, no, I it, you know it, I was looking at the list and I well I, another good year of gaming all around. I I don't think this was our best one, at least maybe compared to some of our other years and I don't know some of the games we had. But there is some like you said, some gems. There's some there's some really good games here. So I'm excited to get into it. I also feel like every year I look back at my scores and I'm surprised that I gave certain games like lower scores. So for instance, like Generation Zero, which I can't believe we played this year, by the way. I know. I, I'm looking at this list. I'm like, oh, this is this year. I thought I enjoyed that more. Same with, I mean, The Evil Within, I did not give a bad score, but I thought like I, I liked it more than the score that I gave it. So it's really interesting going back and looking at my scores. Yeah, Liz, we'll, at the end of the episode, we'll, we'll do a roundup of all our scores. You know, I feel like every year I say I'm going to be more consistent, and um, I think probably every year I get less consistent. With... I don't know. <laughs> with... what, didn't you say, Liz, that uh, Keith surprised this year? No weird outliers? Surprised how? What do you mean? Didn't you say, like, your score average is, like, close to Keith's? Yeah, oh, yeah, because I thought I was more negative this year. Hey. And I, I really wasn't. We'll, we'll get into it later. But yeah, I was very surprised. <laughs> but yeah, this, this to me, this was a wild year. I, actually, looking at the list of games that we did, I thought overall this was a good year. I thought we did. I mean, we had you know some stinkers in there, like the big con. Like, ugh, gross. But I feel like I feel like we did a lot of more indie games this year. But I mean, a lot of them also were listener requests, so I guess that's probably why we ended up covering a lot of them. I feel like it started off strong and then kind of like dwindled down. A little bit. No, that's just your attitude. With exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> There's something to be said for that, I think. 
I, I think overall, though, for a gaming year, it was phenomenal. There were so many good games. The Game Awards just recently happened. And, like, just, like, uh, some of them I, like, kind of end up forgetting. And it's just like, oh, like, this is a tough category because there is some um, phenomenal games that came out this year. Um, oh, but also for Liz, a little caveat, I guess I'll have mine as well. So we did play Mass Effect 2 this year and Halo Infinite. Well, I guess Halo Infinite. Uh, Halo Infinite, I guess, would be different. But still, either way, uh, since I am such a huge Mass Effect and Halo fan, I am not putting those games on any of my awards because it would more than likely win all the awards, specifically Mass Effect. I absolutely love Mass Effect 2. So if you're ever wondering, why did I give Mass Effect 2 this or that? It's because I would give it all the awards. So I'm trying not to do that. And if you're wondering why I didn't, it's because I didn't like it. <laughs> still blows my mind i know (laughs) to each their own i guess but all right let's start this off so starting off i will do the first category which the first category is a game you could not put down so this may have not been your actual favorite game you know it's the main reason why we do game or pass because you may play a game that you're like this isn't a great game but for whatever reason you find it so addictive so our first category game you could not put down this for me is easy and this was hands down, I got to give it to Dungeons 4. Uh, I played this game way too much, and I actually am still ended up playing it. I I know it's not a great game. If you listen to our episode, like you obviously hear my complaints about it, but I thought Dungeons 4 was such a fun game. But for for uh, runner-ups, though, uh, definitely Age of Empires 2, because I am still playing that. And that was our, Liz, you wrote it down as our sixth game that we played this year. Could be right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't surprise me, but but I am still playing it. I bought all the DLC, and I am like, I absolutely love Age of Empires 2. This game is phenomenal. And I'll leave, oh, and then the other runner-up I have is Arcade Paradise. When, like, I've actually had already a couple people talk about, you know, how great that game was, like, from, like, discovering from we covered it. Whatever reason, Arcade Paradise, when you, like, read about it, it doesn't sound that fun, but man, the gameplay loop, loop is so addictive. I absolutely loved Arcade Paradise. But yeah, overall though, my pick is Dungeon 4. So I'm going to start with my runner-ups. I just I, I feel like that's a better a better segue. Uh, you leave leave a little bit of excitement for the end. You get you get <laughs> give the actual award at the end. You know, do your way, Keith. You know, I just think it makes more sense. I and I think I don't know. I think there's probably three or four games I was looking at that could I think easily probably win it and. So I guess it, it's kind of almost a four-way tie, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But as far as my games I couldn't put down that are going to be falling into my runner-ups, Age of Empires 2 definitely falls into it. I think I actually ended up keeping Age of Empires 4 for space, but I might go back and swap them, um, especially if you're still playing Age of Empires 2. That's more reason to, to go back and play it. Oh, I'm not going to play any Age of Empires Well, that, that's fair, I suppose. I would have to say Civilization VI. That was another one which, sadly, I think is not on Game Pass anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it might be worth removed. a buy. But well after we we recorded that, I found myself playing it. I'm just a huge sucker for those games. And I don't know. I just I always love pouring some time into them. And then my final runner-up is also Arcade Paradise because, man, that game just... Like, I, I could go back and play it now, and it's it's fun to play for five minutes. It's fun to play for two hours. It's it's just a good time. It's relaxing. It's easy to go. And I think the biggest issue is because it's described as a simulator, 
so heavily in this new simulator world we live in that it's like you kind of expect it to be a little bit more on the laundry side but you you don't realize the arcade side is just so much more fun to it um liz love that laundry side well you know <laughs> we you know to each their own right liz but no the, the, <laughs> for me it's the absolute winner has got to be vampire survivors because I bought uh, well. There was only one bought purchasable DLC, but I did buy that. There's two now. Oh, the, they just came out with another. Oh, there's another you can buy. I, I'll probably buy that because that'll probably be like three bucks too. Um, and, yeah, I think it's five full price. Oh, that's actually not that's decent, but still inexpensive. Um, and I just throughout the year, I have gone back to it. I downloaded it on my phone. I have not put nearly as many hours into the mobile. Um, but I just, it's, it's a ton of fun. And now that there's the co-op and I don't know, I feel like the co-op aspect of it is something that I could put in the control, the second controller in any of my kids' hands, sit down, play with them, play alongside them. It's, it's just, I don't know. I love it. And that's, that's gotta be my game. I couldn't put down. For me, I'm, let's just also say that I am indecisive, Liz. I mean, that's who I am. Um, <laughs> and I, so I, I guess I'm going to have to do like a, a top pick like you guys did. So I think <laughs> it might be Vampire Survivors. I thought that that game looked so boring when Andrew was playing it. And then I started playing it. And I'm like, this is, this is very addictive. But I like, Liz, you start your award of, I think it's Vampire Survivor. Could you imagine going to a game award show and you're like, the winner is, I think Vampire Survivor. <laughs> think we're still because, we're you know for, what? for the audience to tell us i also have um arcade paradise written down for the laundry aspect man we're all very similar i also i if i remember correctly because this is at the very beginning of the year i also think i found hi-fi rush and jurassic world evolution 2 to be very addictive yeah those are um good. i remember being really surprised about jurassic world how much i love that so man so I guess overall, we should probably give the award as a group to Arcade Paradise. It literally was on all of our lists. We each had a different personal top, but Arcade Paradise, way to go. Well, Liz and I did have Vampire Survivors both as our top, so that's two out of three. But I, I can't argue with you. I think Arcade Paradise is You know, I was overall. thinking that, Keith. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I think we, we can agree, though, that, that since we all had some agreement on Arcade Paradise, even though I think it weighs heavier on the two top picks... Uh, I think Arcade Paradise does take the overall Game Pass grab bag seal of approval game that we couldn't put down. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't disagree with you guys, Vampire Survivor, but I don't think I've picked it up since that first DLC yeah, came out. Yeah, because you put a thousand hours into it when we played it. Yeah, but it's easy to do with. I don't know. I, I don't mean, disagree. Have you like gone I said. back to Arcade Paradise? Well, I beat the snot out of that game. See, and I think that's why I think it. that's why Vampire Survivors sort of edges out over Arcade Paradise for me is because there's additional content to go back to. It still is a little bit samey. I've gone back. It's just kind of overpowering your weapons, and and they're fun and they're unique and different and all of that. But I mean, overall, it is still pretty samey. But having those extra achievements, having those new weapons, to at least mess around with, evolve go through all of that it, it gives me just a little bit more to go back to than say arcade paradise so next category you know the irony here keith you're gonna start us off with what game was the best story for you i think i have an idea of what you're gonna pick but well take it away keith i mean i, I obviously i think it goes without saying that one of my 2023 runner-up of best story has got to go to the big con i mean i think that's 
like, you, have, you have to know <laughs> that's that. That's so funny, Keith. What a, what a good, good story it is. I, you know, this is a hard one for me to really have. Even a runner-up, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I, I really just have. I think that for me, the only story I, I think genuinely cared about was Sea of Stars. I think there was one other that surprisingly I remember saying like, oh, the story was really cool in this. So if you remind me what that one is, that might be it. But I genuinely think it was Sea of Stars where I was like invested in all of the dialogue. I enjoyed the gameplay or the storyline and like kind of figuring out where it was going. So yeah, I, I think Sea of Stars is going to take it for me. I think for me, so I guess I'll do like the, the runners up, but I of course loved all of the um like even like the little stories in mass effect 2 and i literally just had it oh and starfield like i i love when there's so many little stories in a story but my first thought when i saw best story was lies of p because it's the the game that really like hit me with the feels with like the little side missions the characters that are in the oh, quarantined the area. Yeah, don't, I don't even want to bring it up. It, <laughs> it got me in the feels. And so for me, um, I don't know if it's the best story that we played, but I definitely feel like it affected me the most. And so I'm going to give it to, to Liza P. I think that's actually, wow. I, at the very least, a good runner-up for where I sit. And only because I I just love the setting so much of the world. and Because it's hard for me to give it a true best story because I didn't, get very far into the gameplay as we talked about but i i do remember just really wanting to know about that world and wanting to be engaged in it so i think that's actually a really good answer this thanks so i guess i'll be now like keith and start with my runner-ups uh the first or one for me hi-fi rush show, just kind of for the record too but anyways because <laughs> we are so normal here uh yeah for me runner-up right off is hi-fi rush now, overall, it didn't have that engaging of a story, but it had such phenomenal characters, and the cutscenes were so good. Like, there was a handful of times in the cutscenes where I was legitimately cracking up laughing. I thought they were, like, hilarious. And, yeah, the characters, like I said, are just so well-written and so likable, but just the overall story was relatively generic, so that's why I wouldn't give it to that. Um, Tomic Heart. I actually really liked the atmosphere once again. Uh, your ki- The main character was a little bit flat, but his partner of an AI was actually kind of interesting. And the ending actually had a bit of a twist that I was like, oh, I, I actually kind of enjoyed that. But uh, also, Liz, I agree with you with Starfield. Starfield had a really good, a lot of side stories. Its overall story first gripped me, but by the end, it just kind of was like, eh, I don't know, it's... To me, it felt a little bit more of a generic sci-fi story. So I am with you, Keith, and my award for best story goes to Sea of Stars. I love Sea of Stars. I thought the story just was so well done. The characters were so likable. Just, it is such a good RPG story. Um, yeah, definitely got to do Sea of Stars. So I guess that um, has me going first with best so, audio. Yes, Liz. It's, I think it's ironic. Yeah, Keith led us with best story. You lead us with best audio. I mean, yeah, you I must know. never remember games <laughs> audios. Which is why, like, my top pick is one that it was the first game that I thought of that I was like, I think I remember loving this music. I actually went to Spotify and was going through it. Um, Andrew, can you guess? 
Because you also guessed something, because we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast. There was another thing that you guessed wrong. So I'm like, oh, maybe this is your chance to redeem yourself. Music that you liked. Mm-hmm. I honestly have no idea. Atomic Heart. Oh. I remember like thinking that the music was really cool. I didn't think you recognized the music. Because uh, like when I saw that, I was like, first version shooter. Liz would not remember that soundtrack. I think Lies of P had some good music too. Oh, it had very good music. Um, and I looked up that on Spotify, but I instantly went to Atomic Heart. Um, that was like the soundtrack of the year for me where I just, I remember playing the game and being like, this is, this is epic. Gosh. How it I actually forgot how good Atomic Heart's music was. Right? It was so good. And same with Liza Pete. Crap, man, I gotta like change my stuff around now. Wait, what were you gonna say? <laughs> For what, my favorite? Yeah. Ah, uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> oh, now you're pretending like, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I uh, I know for runner up, I had RoboQuest because it was kind of the same as like Atomic Heart. I actually really enjoyed the music of RoboQuest, except for one particular track in that game. But yeah, Liza P had a phenomenal soundtrack. I loved Sea of Stars music was really good. Man, this is actually really tough for me. You know what, Liz? I got to go with you. I think I got to go Atomic Heart because I remember it was from the same producer who did Doom. And I remember the soundtrack did hit just as good as that. I absolutely loved it. Starfield was another good runner up. Starfield had some amazing orchestral music. And Liza P... Liza P's music was more of the jukebox. I didn't notice too much of it during gameplay, like some of the boss fights at it. And it was very good. But yeah, Atomic Heart, those boss, when the boss fights kicked in, the music went, oof. That was, that was really, really good. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to have to go with you, Liz. I, I honestly, and maybe it's just too far back. I don't, I genuinely don't really remember Atomic Hearts. <laughs> I, so I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe it was good. You, I think, you should put up your Spotify and play it. I can. You would probably join us I right mean, now. I mean, maybe, and and I. So I'm not even gonna argue it up by any means. I think it's so weird because I I'm thinking more in like the soundtrack of things because that because like I'm thinking about Lies of P and I love the environmental sounds and just the world that it created. Cause I because I know I'm bad about overlooking music, so I'm like. I'm really leaning towards Liza P on a really weird pick of music though, because I genuinely thought the ending song was so much dang fun is Superland. I like, I, I know yeah. it's kind of weird cause well, and it's not, I guess weird that it's in another language. It's, you know, odd, I guess from my perspective that I have no idea what the words are cause it's in another language, but I think the song that ends Superland German, I believe. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just think that's so fun. So I kind of, kind of think that that's my answer because overall i remember the music and sound of that game being pretty decent and i just i listened to that song legitimately for like a week not consistently but frequently you know i think it's crazy i don't think anyone's put hi-fi rush <laughs> well because i just didn't like hi-fi rush i stand behind it I, th- I do think for i remember the music and again from that aspect was pretty it was good and it fit all the setting to it, but I just didn't like that game, so it was not gonna get much for me. 
I see. I thought it was good, but it didn't give me any of the feels. Yeah, and that's it, it, kind it was of just gameplay, I, and that's kind of what I felt too. Yeah, yeah. like there were, there might have been uh, like amazing uh, music to fit the game, but the game really didn't have like the kind of like emotional ups and downs. Yeah, it's not and, a soundtrack I would put on Spotify. Yeah, I feel like music oh. is for me that like purpose. So another really good runner up for me, and and because I kind of go off of sound effects too, is almost a close winner would be Phoenix Wright. Because just again, all those those good old, uh, is it, uh, what's it called? I want to say Tecmo. It's not Tecmo. Uh, it's like Electronica. No, like uh, Mega Man. I'm coming up. Oh, uh, it's like 8 bit. No, legitimately Mega Man. Who makes Mega Man? I'm coming up blank on the name of the company. Capcom. Capcom. There you go. It's like legitimately like Capcom sound effects and music throughout. Maybe not yeah. the music directly. But there's legitimately sound effects pulled out of Mega Man and other Capcom games that just it it brings a smile to my face listening to the sounds and the music in the game. So I I, I love that as well. All right. So for the our fourth category here, best multiplayer game. This category, I'm kind of disappointed. I feel like we actually did not do as many multiplayer games this year. I feel like Keith's. I mean, I I know it's your turn, but I think I know what Keith. Oh, oh, I 100 percent know Keith. <laughs> I think everyone listening knows Keith. <laughs> the big con. I think everyone. <laughs> oh man, no. As far as multiplayer games go, you know, Star Wars Battlefront Two, Warhammer, Valheim, Minecraft Legends, Halo Infinite, Age of Empires, Generation Zero. Yeah, Dungeons like 4. so, we did 42 games. That's just four, yeah, but I guess I, we didn't really touch the multiplayer. No, I guess Redfall, yeah. he said. Yeah, we did 42 games, and like maybe eight of them were multiplayer this year? Civilization Six, Age of Empires, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so for this category, for multiplayer... <sighs> am I starting this one? I don't no, want to... I don't... No, I am. I don't want to pick Key's top. Why? I'm already going to say, though, for my we nomination... We can have the same answer. We're allowed to. It's Liz and I already have done that. Remember, there's no, there's true. also no rules. This is our podcast. Well, we get to do well because actually, now that I think about it, I don't think I am going to give it anyway because I did have a lot of fun with well, it. Good, but yes, uh, definitely runner up. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide uh, is is I had a lot of fun with my friends. Um, it's just not when you get to higher difficulties, you need to be more coordinated with your friends. But it is just a fun, mindless time of just smashing zombies. With like hammer and stuff, so that's a lot of fun. Payday three, once again, is the same thing, but at the moment it was just so bare bones that it just didn't fully grip me. Exo Primal is a lot of fun. It is very relaxing, just sh- shooting mindless hordes of dinosaurs. But my game of the year, my multiplayer game of the year, I got to give it to Valheim. I was so excited to play it every time. You know, me and Liz, me and you teamed up on it. And I just, I thought Valheim was a ton of fun to play with people. It was something I was looking forward to because it was just like Grounded. Me and you were so addicted to Grounded and Valheim just kind of scratched that itch. So yeah, Valheim for me. Did you guys do Grounded 1.0 this year? Or was that really last year? That the 1.0 was last year? Dang, I thought the 1.0 patch was this year at least. No, the anniversary patch was this year. Gotcha. I thought you did your... Yeah, which they came out with a, they came out with a Forge mode. Like in Halo Infinite. Interesting. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I was just thinking you had done a, a re, your revisit this year. Um, anywho's 
Yeah. I like you said us. You know you were a part of that episode, weren't you? Did I say us? I thought I said you guys. Well, that's what I mean. You said you guys. I, I meant us as me and Liz. Were you not part of that? I thought you I were. I don't think he was because remember we had to find someone to do the... Oh, the, I think we had Dave with The us. ending? Yeah. 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 I wasn't on the revisit with you. Or was I on the revisit but not the... No, I was on the original one, the revisit. You are on the original. Um. Anywho, all let's say. Um, I think for multiplayer games, actually, one that would probably, I think, surprise you from a runner-up standpoint would be Star Wars Battlefront. Not because I think it was, like, so good, but I had way more fun playing that game multiplayer than I did playing by myself. And I know it can be fun, especially if you're into the Star Wars, like, into Star Wars and everything. Um, Even if you're not, but I I just, I found it to be the most fun as a multiplayer game, playing with you, playing those game modes, whether it was, you know, when it was teaming us up against each other as the Ewoks, I just, I had so much fun. It's it's dumb little modes like that in games that were, oh, will always get me. Um, Age of Empires 2, that's another one that, again, beyond the episode, you and I put in a good chunk of hours Mostly, we played till three in the morning in like one match. Mostly, (laughs) you just carrying me through weapons, but uh, you know, learning along the way, getting better at real time strategies. I I was having a good old time with that, and I actually found myself playing myself online competitively, which is just something I don't normally do with real time strategies. So, loved Age of Empires too, but I think obviously, yes. You all know it. Everyone knows it. I haven't stopped talking about it since we played it, <laughs> and I won't stop talking about it because everyone should play it. Exoprimal is the best multiplayer game I played this year. It's, I just, it's fun. It's fun on fun on fun, and I just from every time I played it, something new was happening. It was fun by myself as a multiplayer game with random people online. It was fun playing with friends. I just, what a blast, top to bottom. I I loved Exoprimal. Exo Primal. I'm surprised you didn't give that. I'm surprised you didn't give it a runner-up in your nomination. I I mean I or not not runner-up. Sorry, I'm surprised you didn't give it a runner-up in your couldn't put down category. Oh, of Exo Primal. Yeah, yeah. arguably could it be. But honestly, I the fact that I you and I played maybe a few times beyond that, I actually haven't picked it up as much as I talk about it. Yeah. So that's that's why you know from an honest standpoint, I I, I did put it down, I guess, but. It was, it, it's still fun on fun. For me, my, my top three favorites were Halo Infinite, Ark, and Valheim. But like, I, the more I think about it, I think I'm going to give it to Valheim. Um, when it comes to Halo Infinite, I feel like you more take the lead and it's fun, but I don't really have that like, oh, I need to do this, this, this. Or like I always didn't, I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. And so with Valheim, especially like the building aspect of it, I really enjoyed. Um, and I definitely enjoyed that more in Valheim than Ark. So I'm going to give it to Valheim. Yeah. See, I, I had a feeling we would pick the same game on this category. I can't wait till more of it comes out and we get to revisit Valheim. Yeah. All right, Keith. Well, oh, Next category for you. Yeah, you got... Best graphics. What game blew you away visually? You know, I'd say there's probably a good chunk of them. And I, and I kind of like this one sometimes because I don't have to necessarily like the game or have have had it be a game to to be able to give my award on this one. Um, I, I think that's, it's pretty easily you can put Starfield in there. 
in that same realm it's not as good but i still i actually think everspace 2 was great graphically it was just a a nice open feeling space game um i think though no i don't think i don't think i know this and i and i was going to avoid this but i just genuinely loved the cutscenes of it so much and i i have to give it to diablo 4 and I, I know there's been a lot of people who... That's not a game pass right, You said it's going to be a game pass. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it sounds like to you? It is. Fine, you yeah. know? I don't think I've ever heard Keith make that voice. I'll start a Why, because it sounded too much like me? Yeah, yep. like, great. <laughs> wow, thanks. Do you interest in this podcast now? <laughs> That's what you sound like, No, Liz. you can do that if you want, Keith. Because we did cover the game, so if you want, you can do it. I'll allow it. Oh, thank you. You'll, you'll allow me on our on our new rules word show. <laughs> so for me, I'm going to give my runners up first. I feel like I keep going back and forth. This time I'm doing the runners up. I Honestly, <laughs> any of these I think could have taken it. I really liked um, Ravenlock and The Last Case of Benedict Fox, Lies of P. I really liked the art style in all of those games. Um, but I'm going to give it to Ghostwire Tokyo. And wow. for me, it's like that ghost parades scene in that. I remember like kind of being floored and the way that they like change the atmospheres and stuff. I don't know if it was my like favorite, like the best graphics of the year, like uh, like technical wise, I guess. Um, but art style, um, it was, I think it's my favorite. Actually, that's a so was gonna good get- point though too, like. Just like the little ghost dismantle things you do, like it's a really cool look and feel to it. It's a really another really good answer, Liz. Thanks. And yeah, I should say, like, I don't remember if the graphics technically were amazing, is what I meant. I'm not saying that they weren't. I'm just saying that for me, it's like the art style that immediately when I saw that category, it popped up and I was like, I have to give it to that one. Yeah, Liz, I feel like you have like interesting answers, but it's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Um, for me, easy runner up. I was tempted to give it to it, but, uh, I think, you know, my winner is a little bit better, <laughs> but definitely easy runner up. Uh, I got to give it to atomic heart, atomic heart. Oh yeah. The designs of the robots were awesome. That game has a lot of melee fighting. And what's so impressive is like the melee hits actually leave direct hits that you did. So, you know, normally a lot of games will just have like, oh, it's the same slash area of like the head. But no, like if you hit someone in the foot, there is a gash in their foot. Like the graphically, it was really, really cool on the robot destruction. And it had those ladies. But... Oh, the ballerinas. I, yes. I avoided <laughs> Which... atomic cards for that very reason. Um, I know I'm going to hear if I pick it. Well, it's funny topic. So... Also, end of the year, uh, Pornhub released the top games that were searched in their game and their website. Oh boy. And number four was Atomic Heart. And Atomic Heart Twitter actually uh, posted like on their Twitter, like giving themselves the award that they were the fourth game picked for most search on. That's actually really funny. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's really funny. I mean, I feel like uh, fourth game picked is. I don't know. Well, like the top three were like Fortnite, Minecraft, and yeah, um, I mean, something else. I guess all of it. Pull this up. That one, this particular scene. 
Yeah, I think we should definitely go. Oh, 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 and I think it was Pokemon. I think Pokemon was third. And then, yeah, Atomic Heart was fourth. Okay. Yeah, kind I know. Weird. Kind, that's... Of, kind of weird. Okay. I got a little Isn't weird. Pokemon, like, <laughs> anyway, no, that's, I'm not going to go down. <laughs> well, what about Minecraft? I don't know. Well, should I cut this? Yeah. I don't think you should. I think Maybe. that's actually interesting. I mean, we have... Or you could just do, like, Beep Hub. Yeah, it was, it was Fortnite, Overwatch, Minecraft, Pokemon, and then Atomic Heart. So Atomic Heart was fifth. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so that was that was your runner-up. Oh, right. Uh, so my winner... <laughs> oh, no. Um, for other runner-ups, though, I loved the art style Sea of Stars. And uh, I, yeah. for me, it was mostly kind of just like the color palette of just... I thought was so good in Sea of Stars. Starfield also had some fantastic vistas and some really cool creatures. But for me, easily for best graphics, I got to give it Eliza P., Liza P was stunning. I like I absolutely loved the art style of it because I remember first hearing about it. I was just like, oh, you know, it's it's Pinocchio and Dark Souls. So I'm just like, okay, that's just seems gimmicky. But the way they pulled it off, it was just so dark, gritty, but also just so beautiful. The like the game starts off with it raining. The monsters are super grotesque but awesome looking. Yeah, Liza P graphically was so, so, so good. And the bosses were interesting yeah. to look at. That's what I said. You said the enemies were grotesque. Oh, I thought I said bosses, but you might be right. She probably is. I wasn't paying attention. She's gonna be like, how dare you? I'm, I'm agreeing with Liz. <laughs> Just listen back, and we'll see. We'll see who's right. I I thought you said. Oh, I'm, the enemies were grotesque. No, I'm I don't I might think have said enemies. Because I don't think the bosses were grotesque. I thought they were really interesting to look at, but could have heard you wrong. No, you might be right. Um, but yes, Liz. This is where I'm gonna. This is this is a fun category. What was your biggest surprise this year? What game that you thought you would not like at all ended up loving? Yeah. So for me, you're like none. No. I hated every of them. <laughs> There's a lot that I knew I was gonna like. That's um, right too. The two that uh, yes, the <laughs> two that I was kind of torn between were um, Vampire Survivor because I thought it looked like the most boring game in the entire world. And then I played it and I was like, oh crap, this is actually really fun. And Starfield. Um, because even though I that type of game I love, the trailer did nothing for me. I was like, oh no, a space game. I don't want to play a space game. I didn't realize how like intricate and all the side stories. And um, and honestly, like the, the way that it's set up, it, I mean, it's not really like Mass Effect 2, but it kind of... Um, there's something about it that reminds me of Mass Effect 2 that I that I really liked. So I think those two. Um, but I'd have to say probably my number one was maybe Vampire Survivor, maybe. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me. This category is always kind of hard for me because I unfortunately know a lot about games. So usually I kind of know what I'm getting into. But there definitely was a couple surprises here. Um, Runner-up first for one of them is Zelasta. That game, I remember seeing the trailer. And it looks super janky, but and I actually was. had quite a bit of fun with it. And it was janky, but it was actually like a fun, goofy janky to it. But the actual comment and story, I actually was actually having a lot of fun with it. Uh, unfortunately, that is no longer on Game Pass. So that's the one with the guy that looks like he's from Lord of the Rings. Liz, you right? constantly keep yes. But you, I looked up this game Liz, three times because I, I couldn't remember it. But that's the thing; I actually so enjoyed the most forgettable game for Liz. It's well, but I actually remember enjoying playing it. Yeah, we played co-op. didn't you make fun of the voice acting a lot? Oh, yeah. The voice yeah, acting yeah. was bad. Okay, the graphics so were bad. I'm remembering the right game, yeah. I mean, their budget, I swear, was like 20 bucks and a ham sandwich. But um, 
Arcade Paradise definitely was a big surprise. I, I knew I would enjoy it because I like management games, but I was surprised just how much I enjoyed it. And it definitely was pretty addictive. Oh, is that the, the answer? No, no, that was my runner up. Okay, I was like, I thought you were still going. I think overall, though, for my winner, though, I think it's got to be Hi Fi Rush. Because Hi Fi Rush, you know, it was a shadow drop. And I absolutely did love that game. You know, I remember during the episode, Keith, you argued of, you know, it, are we just liking this game more because it was such a surprise that it was a shadow drop? And after now, for it being out for a while, I would still say no. I actually think that game was just well made, it was fun, it was funny. I really enjoyed like the musical aspect to it. I got to give it to high, uh, high on life. High five rush. I, they're right next to each other. And I was like, I'm not going to say that, but high life, man, I was supposed to be even talked about that game. That game was I, also great. That one actually almost came up in my best audio just because of how good the dialogue was. And still one of my favorite jokes, maybe in any video game that caught me by surprise. Um, with, with the, I don't know, one of the, one of the final bosses there but i i still stand behind i think hi-fi rush is nothing more than we just high on excitement and and nothing to go off of because and, and you're right it's a well-made game it it, it was well built there it wasn't buggy i just I, i'm not even gonna get into it i just i don't i don't get all of the the hype around it but as far as biggest surprises, I mean, you I could almost throw that category in there because that's all it is. It's just a big surprise. No one knew it was happening until the day of. But I'm really done with it, I promise. Um, my actual <laughs> probable biggest surprise this year, or one of them for a good runner-up for me, is actually Phoenix Wright. Because I, I knew I wanted to play it, and I knew that it looked interesting, but I didn't realize just how cool it was going to be. Um, and how much fun that I was going to actually have with it. So it actually kind of took me by surprise of, of how much I was into it. So it's definitely going to be uh, a, maybe a surprising surprise for me, uh, if you will. <laughs> I, had, I actually played a little bit of that, and I, I enjoyed it. Where was my second? I did have two runner-ups, and now I've lost where I was going to go with. Oh, my second runner-up is maybe it's a recency bias, but actually Dungeons 4. Because again, a, a game that classically not Keith style by any means, and I didn't and I didn't beat it or whatever. And there's definitely some issues with it, but I just I loved the simplicity of it. I think I would easily pick it up and play it again if I had to, or you know if there was some new content and we were going to revisit it, I'd I'd be gung ho to go back into it. Um, Arcade Paradise, again, a very good surprise. But for me, actually, the biggest surprise is my classic favorite to say, Chorves. Um, Liz, Liz, you, oh, Liz yeah. you had touched on it. I'm kind of the same way. Like, I don't typically like space games in the sense of I just had flying and space dog fights type stuff. I'm, it just doesn't do much for me. I, I, why I'm not really into Star Wars, I'm just overall not big on... Um, sci-fi for the most part but there was something about the gameplay aspect of it and the way that the skills built that it felt snappy and fun and just easy to play i just had a ton of fun with it and it it shocked me because i didn't think i was going to really like it that much and i actually loved it so I I remember that's the one that i didn't really like the story yeah you hated the story the because she killed the planet yeah 
That was, that was a fun episode. It irritated me a little bit. <laughs> uh, for people who are new listening to this, what Keith is actually saying, the game is called Chorus. Oh, yeah, but the way it's right. kind of spelled, it looks like it looks like chorves. But yeah, no, that was a good pick, Keith. I, I was thinking that too. I, I just remember hearing a lot about the game, so that's why I originally picked it at the time because it's like, I heard this game's good. And yeah, that but that was a lot of fun. All right. You had so many disappointments so yes you're, it's gonna be hard for you to pick your biggest disappointment <sighs> no well okay so our next category as liz said is biggest disappointment so i feel like we're all probably could pick the same thing because it's kind of universal for everyone's biggest disappointment so i don't know if i want to give it to the game because I feel like it's an easy. You, know, you didn't guess mine. It's not what you think. Oh yeah, that's right. So I am you not picking. Yeah, I am not picking what you're picking. You can well, figure okay. out. Well, I'll at least throw it out. Um, okay, so for runner-ups, well, I'm not going to put the big con in there because I had zero expectations for that game, and that game surpassed my expectations of being a zero uh, or very close to it. <laughs> um, but for biggest disappointment, oh. For a runner-up, last case of Benedict Fox. This game looked really good. It looked like a nice, cool Metrovania. It looked, you know, I loved the art style of it. You know, the noir feeling that's mixed with a little bit of Lovecraft. I thought there would be cool detective stuff to it. But it just was a very disappointing kind of basic game. What was probably going to take my lead, but... I guess I'll pick my original one. Uh, So this is a close runner-up. But Homestead Arcana... Homestead Arcana on paper sounds so good. Hey, it's a cozy game where you're building a farm and you have, you know, you're a witch, so you have magical powers. I'm like, this sounds like it'd be a great combo. That game was so boring and so buggy. I was just, I was so disappointed in that game. But of course, I'm sure this then will at least be Keith's because I guess it's not Liz's. Number one for me, Redfall. Just... It, it, it's the the hype for that game. It is it is crazy. Like still to this day, it blows my mind how bad that game came I mean, out. They, they killed it, is, it basically, didn't they? Like there's they, no they brought out the they, DLC, but they didn't really do anything to fix it. They they finally brought out the four. No, they did. They brought it brought out the thirty fr- or sixty frames per second, right? Sixty frames. I think ray tracing but no graphically they fixed they fixed the ai so the ai is not completely brain dead they fixed the population number so you're not just wandering empty streets like there's actually more enemies so yes they did fix a lot of basic stuff but for me just like i in the episode that i said the mission designs is just so boring the story was so boring but the actual multiplayer and shooting in vampires was you know you could still get some enjoyment out of it so now that they fixed it up I'm sure it's definitely well more worth your time. But yeah, it's just, it was just a disappointment. I guess there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Because the fact that it was from Arcane Studio, like that studio has such a fantastic pedigree. Every game they've come out, we've always loved. And then it's just like, how did you do this game? Like, what is this? It doesn't feel like it's from them at all. It's It's just so weird. But yeah, Redfall. Yeah, I think... I, I only and I think you were kind of saying this. I almost don't want to pick it because it just feels too obvious. Um, I know, but I, I mean, I'll, I'll start with the easy ones, anyways. And and with some of my runner up, Spirit T is actually a weird biggest disappointment. 
And I think it's kind of like your Homestead Arcana. Like I, I looked at it and I thought, okay, this looks like kind of fun. You know, you know, build a little bathhouse for for ghosts. And you had played a few hours ahead of me. You, know, you were kind of you were talking it up about there's these neat aspects of you have to pair the ghosts and do these things. And then the more I played it, it just got repetitive and not in a fun way. And I didn't feel like anything was really happening. So I just found myself quickly going, Meh, this, this doesn't have what I thought it was going to be. So it's it's definitely not my disappointment of the year, but from a, from a runner-up standpoint, it definitely comes up there from what I thought I was getting into. Um, See, at least Spirit T's fun at the beginning, though. Yeah. Our hopes at Arcana, like, I just, I don't think I ever found well, enjoyment out of and, it. And by no means do I think it, it takes away from your hopes at Arcana answer, but I also, but I think that that tease of the fun at the beginning is kind of what makes it yeah. that much more disappointing, as I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, it this is and then that's as far as it goes is like that first two hours of gameplay and you just do that for another 20 some odd hours um i i could very easily i kind of feel like put high fire rush in there because again for me i i, I <laughs> wanted to get on the hype train and all the excitement but i can't i just don't i don't i don't see i don't see it but it's does it's really just kind of a minor runner-up and i just wanted to throw it out there because i think it's it's disappointing that i can't get behind it um cassette beasts is another one that i thought was it in by no means bad it actually was really good but i just wasn't as you know overall engaged in it as i thought i was going to be i'd remember seeing things about it and i thought boy what a cool concept i love the the whole monster capture thing um but ultimately, again, kind of didn't do much for me. But you said it. It's the Arcane Studios thing. I just, I can't accept that from Redfall. And I haven't gone yeah. back to it. And from what I've read, though, is that even the population numbers and even the AI being fixed, it still sounds like it's still very dumb AI. And they have a lot of weird tendencies to, like, not really fight each other unless you force the fighting and just, I don't know, weird little things that maybe I'm misunderstanding it or, or not remembering it correctly. But from what I've read, it it's really nothing more than just more of them and better graphics. So I think that's just so disappointing that, yeah, sure, you can add a few new characters, but if you can't fix the overall gameplay loop, it's just not what it could be. And, and I think that's a real bummer. You know, we can we can always go, I guess, back to our little conspiracy theories about Microsoft doing this and this whole thing intentionally, whether or not that's true or not. But I just I feel like they just because uh, was it Outsiders? Am I remember, is that the name of the one that was like the looter shooter four person Outriders. Outriders. That was a game that and I don't remember if that was a Microsoft Studios, but came out kind of it wasn't kind of rugged didn't really live up to it but they overhauled that pretty well and that ended up being a ton more fun once they fixed it like no they just fixed the end game the end game was just rough in that game well, that was but it but the rest still, of the game was fun it's still it's all that to say is gameplay loop is fixable and and shame on arcane for not doing that because i think that it could be done all right liz i'm so excited to hear yours so my runner-up um is actually Age of Empires 2. What? And the reason is because growing up playing Age of Empires, I was addicted to that game. I love that game. It didn't... I mean, I still enjoyed it, but I did not expect to not like it like that much. Um, 
I went from like, oh my gosh, I love this game. I cannot wait to play it as an adult. And then I was just like, oh, guess it's, you know, not what I remember. Man, so you um, were just blinded by nostalgia. And then when you actually played it. I mean, I still liked it. It's not a bad game, but I just didn't really want to put that many hours into it. Um, so you sure it was the right game you played as a kid then? Yes. I am, I'm 100% sure. You're not thinking of Warcraft? <laughs> or you're not thinking of Age of Empires 1? Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of them. Okay. Um, but I still, I, I, thought I, would, I thought I would love it. Um, and I just liked it. My biggest disappointment of the year goes to Minecraft Legends. Oh, wow. I was gonna I, put that on my my list of runner-ups. I was gonna put that on my I was gonna put that on my camp. Couldn't put down. I actually had a lot of fun with Minecraft Legends. Uh, see, I love the other two games, um, Minecraft games that we played. This one, I did not like. I did not enjoy playing it. Um, I mean, think that the so the obviously there's the regular Minecraft, which yep. I still play. <laughs> um, and then there's the one that had like the Minecraft the tracks. Dungeons. Yes, yeah. And Keith kept dying, and it was hilarious. Yep. <laughs> um, but this one, I did Keith not want to play. Hilarious. I there was something about this game that I like genuinely just did not want. <laughs> it, it almost, it did almost. Or I was gonna put it on my runner-up list. It definitely wasn't the biggest, but I just, I didn't think it was as fun as I was. I was hoping it was gonna be. I think there was just a lot of missing elements that. It, Again, I don't, maybe not from an overall game development standpoint, I don't know, but I feel like just big, easy misses of having heroes with different skills and making the multiplayer, you know, play as the pigs and little things like that that just, they didn't, whether they thought about it or not, I don't know, but they just didn't incorporate when they really could have. And and that kind of bummed me out. It, it just ended up being a little bit of a flat game. It was fun to play. And the multiplayer that we did play, is, it, it, you know, I, I don't know if it was the, the setting or the group that we played with that kind of made it entertaining. But <laughs> all that to say, like, it, the multiplayer was fun. But, yeah, I, I agree with Liz. Maybe not to that extent personally, but I do agree with you, Liz. Another good pick in my I... book. I actually enjoyed Redfall more than Minecraft Legends. See, whoa, <laughs> yes. So here's the thing: it, we talk about this all the time, and I so I don't. I it's don't, a bold. I don't want to harp on this, but it, it's it's one of the truly endearing things about Liz, and I feel so bad saying it because I, I I feel patronizing saying it, but it's it's <laughs> it's like the funny aspect of where you still don't call yourself a gamer. Now, I obviously don't always keep up with as much gaming news as Andrew. <laughs> But like you're so far removed from it that you don't and and not I don't mean this is, I don't know any better way to say it but like you don't necessarily know why Redfall is as big of a disappointment as it is and you're just yeah. like oh it's still kind of fun or uh, like Starfield like it was on your biggest surprise list that was like the most anticipated game of the year for I think every which I did know and, that and, and, I did and, know it was the most anticipated like I which said, is I why don't, it, yeah. I don't want it to sound <laughs> insulting I just think it's it's funny to me when you're like I don't know it was kind of surprising how good of a game that was and <laughs> well the funny thing is is like I know okay, Andrew tells me these things about like how like Redfall is such a disappointment because he like led up to like you know oh it's supposed to be like this great game or whatever I just like I guess I just don't care what other people think of the games yeah and so <laughs> it's like the entire world's like starfield's gonna be great i'm like it's a space game <laughs> so yeah it is i am very like yeah you're true to yourself i respect that i also probably shouldn't say that i think redfall was better i mean i do but i also just kind of like 
say what I feel. <laughs> and it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't put that out on the internet. <laughs> All right. Does Keith go first for game of the year? No, you. No, me, right? No. Oh, no, it's Keith. Keith. It is Keith. Oh, man. I can start if you want. No, I don't mind. This is, this, okay. is, so, this is big excitement. I get I get to kick off here game we go, of the Keith. year. Yeah. What was your game of the year? The big gun. Yes, I got to say it. Okay, the I joke's got, getting I old, got, Keith. No, I, that, that was my last one. It was. I, And it would have been way better if I led into it. Um, I actually, though... I got to look at our previous years. I feel like every year you pick a game that I absolutely hate. Because last year was Soccer Story. No, but I don't think I, I picked look at that pre- honestly, though. Did I? Did I really? Yes, you did. Because we were playing a game and you're like... Sorry, I haven't started the game the week. I, I've just been playing so much Soccer Story. Yeah, but I didn't. And then, so then when we finished that game, you're like, can we do Soccer Story? I didn't genuinely love it enough to give it a true game of the year. No, but you loved it enough to like ignore the game that we were playing at the time. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that has to do with game of the year. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying every year I think you pick a oh, game there's like, that I absolutely hate. There's Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I usually try to get at least one. One a year. <laughs> I can't wait to see what next year's is. <laughs> I I don't know. We we played a lot of fun games this year, and I I think I'm kind of torn on two. And I think I, I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to give it to the one that's really taken really taken most of my awards already tonight. Um, so Vampire Survivors is going to be my runner-up of my game of the year, and I, it almost feels weird because I think it won every game of the year last year, and, and so it feels a little bit cheap. So maybe that's why it's good. It's my runner-up. But it's it's a ton of fun. As I said earlier, I keep going back to it, and even though the gameplay loop is a little repetitive, they just keep adding new things. And this actually, like the adventure mode, same thing really where it's, very much of the same gameplay loop, but it throws in these little like missions and different things you have to compete or complete as you go through that makes it just a little bit more fun, constrains the weapons you can use. I, I, I just really appreciate that they keep building on the game. And I, I love the way that the developer cares so much about the the product that they've created and everything they've done for it. I think Vampire Survivors is awesome. Uh, but I, for everything we've done, I think my actual game of the year, and it's funny because, well, I guess maybe my other runner-up should be Exo Primal because, man, I just love shooting dinosaurs. <laughs> um, but no, it's... It, you would stop talking about that game. It, it is Arcade Paradise. Like, I keep... Wow. I just keep thinking about, of all the games, like, it surprised me. It was fun. It had just all of the elements of just those bits and bites that I could just pick at and build on and unlock new things and always felt like something was happening and I, I just, I, I liked everything about it. So I, I think actually, and I, and I think in a sense too of like a game of the year of like a, of all of the games we played. If there's one game that I'm like, everybody could play. You can just, I don't, it's, it's so accessible. I, I think it's got to be Arcade Paradise. Well, um, for me, I kind of almost just want to take the easy route and route and do um. Like my just my highest scored one, which is Mass Effect Two, and not play by the same rules that uh, Andrew does. And I, you do you. I, I mean, mean, you would I not think, be wrong picking Mass Effect Two because that would have been mine. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that because it's hard because there's so many games that I really did enjoy that could have made it as number one, but like you know, like Atomic Heart, 
Starfield. Um, what's the other one? Even Ghostwire Tokyo, there were some things that, like, towards the end, I wasn't really loving that much. But it was such a surprising game that I that I really loved. Um, there's just so many good ones. Um, which I feel like at the beginning I said, eh, it wasn't the year for me for gaming. But now I'm, like, thinking back on them and it's just like, oh, I really do like this one and this one. Uh, but I think I'm going to give it to Mass Effect 2 because I don't, I don't want to pick. And that's my top scored one. <laughs> <laughs> I love you at the beginning. You're like, I did my homework. And then you're like, I don't know what to pick. But you know what? You're you're going to make fun of me. I'm going to make fun of you. I was like, Andrew, did you list out your, um, you know, your best story? Best story? No, I don't need to. I'll just look at it. And then like 55 pauses later, like, come at me. I did my homework. Uh, and you know but what? with the magic of editing, I don't pause at all. So, uh... Wow. But technically, I mean, it should be my game of the year because it's, uh, I gave it a freaking 97. No, I mean, you haven't even finished. I want you to finish Mass Effect 2 so badly. I know. You still have yet to see some amazing parts. I do think it very well could be the best game that I played this year, and that's why I'm giving no, it's, it. Uh, no, but I, you're 100% right. I would say it was the best game you played this I year. I more said it as a joke my about not wanting to pick, but I also am very indecisive, and I don't like picking things, so it's actually the perfect solution for me. There's a reason Mass Effect 2 is one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah. But, anyway... Uh, hey, Mr. Homework. <laughs> uh, all right. So for me, uh, easy runner up Valheim. I had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed playing it solo. A lot of fun playing with friends. I. Yeah, I'll put it as a runner up. I am with you, Keith. I will actually do Exoprimal. Exoprimal. I did have a lot of fun playing with you playing by myself. It is just a very fun, mindless game. But for my actual winner, I had two that were very close. But recent events pushed one ahead. So my last runner-up, unfortunately, will go to Starfield. I really, really, really like Starfield. I had a lot of fun with it. Its gameplay gameplay was great. Story and characters were great. But what it was so close tied with that I ended up giving the award to is Sea of Stars. I knew it. CSR is <laughs> is just I love Sabotage Studios. I think they did just such a good job. It's a turn based RPG, which, as I said in the in the review episode, you know, I know that's not everyone's style, but the game play is just actually very engaging. That you don't just feel like you're just sitting there watching people fight. The rounds are quick. There wasn't as many fights. You're not getting random encounters. It's just a very very good game. I am almost done with it. I've still been playing it. And what just made me push it over the edge, uh, people who may not know news as much as me, there was a recent controversy with a YouTuber person named Gerard the Completionist who always worked with indie developers and did events for charity, but come to find out he was hoarding all that charity money and he got called out on it. And Sea of Stars actually had him in the game as like a thank you for all he does. And literally within like two days, they patched him out. They straight up were just like, no, this guy's a complete jerk. He's out of the game. It just got rid of his character. And I thought that was such a cool move. And it just made me respect Sabotage Studios so much more. So that's why I ended up giving them the game of the year. Because that's just what set it over. I thought it was a cool move. I, I can respect that. I actually... I'm, I'm, that's another one that, at the very least, belonged in my, in my uh, honorable mentions. And I think if I had gone back and played more of it, because I, I really did love that game, that was... I think actually I was looking at the list and trying to figure out 
what my highest rated game was. And I was gonna... I had another one in mind. And I'm and I'm sure Liz has it already. Because I was... Yeah. But I, I actually think it might have been Sea of Stars now that I'm thinking about it. It's a great game. All right. But let's talk a little bit. Now that we're done with 2023, <coughs> let's talk about 2024. So, what are you guys looking forward to? Because... So, I have... One for Game Pass. Uh, I'm going to be quite upset if it doesn't happen, but it should. For me, my most anticipation for Game Pass Senua is... Saga. Yes, Hellblade 2 Senua, <laughs> Well, Senua's oh, Sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's Saga. Sacrifice is the first one. But yes, yeah, Senua's Saga. Love Man, Liz, you're actually right. Good job, Liz. But yes, that is my most anticipated. That game has been... That was, I think, announced when the series consoles came out. No, I think it was even before that. Now I'm thinking about it. But yeah, that game's been in production forever. Anytime I'm seeing screenshots of it, it just looks gorgeous. I absolutely loved the first one. I cannot wait to play this game. Ah, it, it looks so good. Uh, even more clips they were showing and the music that they showed at the Game Awards. I'm just, I'm ready for it. They're saying early 2024, but they still have not released, have even a release window. Well, I guess early 2024, but like they don't, it's still very broad as to when they're having this game release. So that concerns me, but I want it. I'm ready I mean, for it. You know, I struggled with the first one, but it looks like such a beautiful game. Yes. Like just so well done um, that, you know, I wouldn't mind playing it, even though the first one was hard for me. Is it um, another game that we did having a sequel come out? Hollow Knight. Yes. That was actually to be a runner up to Silk Song. Hollow Knight yeah. Silk Song. I don't think yeah. I really cared for that game either. <laughs> Uh, no, it was hard for me. It was hard for it, me. Oh, it's very hard. It was a but, beautiful game, but it was hard. Yeah, if you're not following us on our Twitter or our Facebook, I've actually been doing every day in December games, you know, because we obviously have a lot of episodes, so there's probably some games that you probably missed or episodes that you didn't listen to, but I've been posting some episodes and games that we've played that are absolutely worth your time. So go follow us on our Facebook or Twitter, and you can kind of see my list. But yeah, I put Hollow Knight on there. Yeah, Silk Song is another runner-up. I loved Hollow Knight. Silk Song's another game that has been announced for years and has been delayed. Yet, what was it? I think two years ago on the Xbox Showcase when they said all these games are coming out within a year. Yeah, Silk Song just keeps getting delayed. So you got to keep waiting for it. But for my non Xbox game or Xbox Game Pass game that I'm very excited for next year, Liz, can you guess? Since you've been so good at guessing, I don't know if it's on Xbox Game Pass, Fable. Nope. That'll be a Game Pass game when it comes out. If you want a hint, look behind you. Or I guess to your left. I was going to say, Mass Effect? Frostpunk? Frostpunk 2. <laughs> oh. Comes out early 2024. It's, it's estimated release date. I absolutely cannot wait for Frostpunk 2. You don't think it'll end up on absolutely. Game Pass? Frostpunk 1? It, was... may, it may eventually, but with it coming out, I don't think it's coming out with a console version right away. So Frostpunk 2 is at least on Steam, so it's going to be PC. I, I'm sure eventually it'll come out with a console version. But yes, Frostpunk is such a fantastic management game. I absolutely love it. Liz got me the board game. The board game's awesome. I can't wait for Frostpunk 2. Okay. See, this is going to be one of those categories where um, my, my overall not following dates, because... And I think part of it is, I don't know, like you said, games are just always getting delayed. I, I find I don't get my hopes up as much if I don't follow when they're coming out. They just come out when they do. Um, but they'll 
but just going on Game Pass, and so keep seeing that it's coming in 2024. The game that I'm actually really excited for is the new Ayadin game. I I just I I I've been kind of wanting to get into that style of like I know like not I know it's a JRPG, but. Oh, oh! I was, I was. The, the, I was like, "What the, game are you talking about?" Yeah, not Ayudin Chronicles. It's what is it? Uh, Hundred Eight uh, Stars. Yeah, no, Ayudin uh, Hundred Heroes. Yeah, Hundred Heroes. But yeah, that game, it you know that got from, delayed. Yeah, from when Ayudin Chronicles and that they, they kind of got announced simultaneously with Chronicles getting released. I thought that game was a ton of fun. Very different style, but in that same world and. Whatever the Suicoden game was that I played, I think it was. We've gone back and forth. I think it was four. Um, had you know, hundred plus characters, and you like mix and match them, and and that's what this looks like. So, it just looks like it's going to be a ton of fun, and I'm I'm hoping it kind of lives up to what I'm expecting it to be, or hoping it'll be. And if it does, I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we get to do that. Yeah, soon. You, you can expect that game April twenty twenty four. Yeah, buddy. I said, keeps I popping up. Back. I'll go ahead this I went back. <laughs> I went back to that thing that we watched that had like the games coming up. Um, showcase something, right? <laughs> yes. Um, showcase so something. I'm not clearly not Xbox showcase. <laughs> I think these the are Xbox all coming out in 2024. Are they? <laughs> I love when you start giggling. Um, I'm still getting over this cold too, so I'm trying not to cough or t- laugh because I cough. So, like I said, hopefully I'm not making a fool out of myself. Um, but still wakes the deep, Fable Ooh, Four, yeah. South of Midnight, which didn't have like any gameplay in the trailer. Yeah. Um, just like a cool vibe. Avowed Towerborn, which is the Banner Saga people, right? Yeah. Um, Clockwork Revolution. That looks good. I don't know if this game is going to be for me, but Path of the Goddess. And then isn't there one like, like a Dragon or something that people keep talking about? Yep, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. And I also, this already came out, but I haven't played it yet. So I'm hoping in 2024, it'd be cool to play Alan Wake. Like I said, I know it already came out and it's not on Game Pass, but that's a game that I, I want to play next year. Yes, definitely. I, I cannot I wait to play that. I thought that was a Microsoft IP. I mean, obviously it's not. Nope. Yes. Um. Yes. Or is Alan the first Alan Wake was at first? I think it eventually came to PlayStation. I don't actually. You might be right. I don't think it ever did. I don't know. Like I said, I just I I couldn't. I mean, obviously, I was wrong because if it was a Microsoft IP, it would be on Game Pass. I would assume, but I just thought that it was. No, it eventually came to Playstations, and I mean, it's also was PC as well. I mean, that doesn't mean it. But it, it was it was it was a 360 exclusive for a year, possibly two. But no, it was never an actual IP. It's from Remedy Studios, and Remedy always holds their own IPs. Okay, I'm surprised Microsoft doesn't bought Remedy. I wouldn't be surprised if they do maybe soon. They've probably at least tried. Yeah, but Island Wake Two, I'm assuming may come to Game Pass because every Remedy game it has eventually. Uh, even though the studio says like, "Oh, it's not coming to Game Pass," like they did that with Control, that it got hint like leaked that Control was going to come to Game Pass, and they were like, "No, it's not." But then like two months later, it did come to Game Pass. So it wouldn't surprise me. 
But I think it usually takes about a year. I think they wait for the game to run for a year, then they go with Game Pass. But, uh, Should we get into the end of your stats? Ooh, uh, so yes, fun it's like trivia. Yeah, so we played um, 42 games. I'm going to start with Andrew. You gave 38 out of 42 games um, a game. And that <laughs> means you gave four a pass. Those four were Spirity, The Big Con, Redfall, and Homestead Arcana. Those are the only passes you gave this year. Keith, you gave 27 games out of 42 and wow. 15 passes. Wow, that actually is surprising. It was a bad... I, that was a bad year for me. <laughs> I um, only played 36 games because there were six I didn't play. Although technically, like I said, I did play some of uh, Phoenix Wright. I didn't record though. Um, I gave 26 games, so one less than Keith, and I gave 10 passes. Uh, so the uh, percentage of games, Andrew 90%, <laughs> Keith 64 and Liz 72. I mean, me 72. I don't need to say Liz. <laughs> And then our averages for like the average score, again, this could be wrong. This, you know, I'm, people are... Um, Don't worry, Liz. No one's going times. to check your work. I know. Uh, Andrew, you gave the, an average score of 82.1. Keith, 80.93. And then me, 80.67. So I was close to Keith. I, I, actually, I'm surprised we're all... That's all within less than half a point of each other. Are we all in that 80 point something range? No, Andrew's 82.1. Oh, the outlier, always the optimist. It's like it's There's like he likes games big or con, something. The, the big con really brought my uh, average honestly, down. Though. Though. Oh, oh yeah, thirty-five. Like Wasn't that like the lowest score you've ever gave, given? Uh, I, probably. Like? I actually though. Um, I actually just as a side note, I like the statistic of the game versus passes, like an overall kind of comparing to, even if it isn't what we should be giving as an overall average score. I think it actually shows kind of an interesting average, like. Especially if you take out the big con, Andrew, you're probably close to like a ninety <laughs> big con. <laughs> whereas probably, whereas Liz, I think you were what like you were just below me, but you had a decent amount of passes. Like I don't know, I think that's actually kind of an interesting way to look at it. I think it's cool that you did that stat. I always wonder if I'm too generous. I don't. Um, I don't know. I, I, mean, I think I th- maybe a little bit of both. I think I. I think if I'm betting, I tried to be a little bit. Less. I think we all score so differently. Yeah, I th- well, I mean, I feel like this year part of my my excessive passes, or you know, maybe in previous years, is just I don't know, trying to be more just like no, you know what? I actually just didn't like it. Instead of my whole like, well, it's a game. I just I didn't like playing it, but it was really good in all of the other aspects. I think I just finally went with I didn't like playing it, but it had all these good aspects. So I think that's where you're seeing a lot more passes from me, but a more but a still consistent eighty score, if that makes sense. Yeah. See, I feel like I'm uh, Homer Simpson when he became a food critic, and he's just so positive to so many people. And then everyone in Springfield's getting fat because everyone loves food like he does. That's how I feel like I'm making everyone fat on Game Pass because I love video games too much. Hopefully. But you know, you just love games. That's just know. you know. Um, there's one game that was in all of our top fives. Can you guys guess what it is? There was a game that was in all of our top fives? Yes, there's one game that made it to all of ours. And I also just want to say real quick before you guys guess, I think it's really funny that when it comes to our top five and our bottom five, there were some that I agreed with with Andrew, 
But I, for both top and bottom, I never agreed with Keith except for the ones that we all agreed on, which I think is really funny. Because, like, there's some that you guys both liked and some that, like, Andrew and I both liked, but it was never just me and Keith is what I mean to say. Okay. Interesting. I, know, I, think, I, th- I remember it was a recent game. I think it's Sea of Stars. I was going to say Sea of Stars art. I was going to say maybe Dungeons 4. Wait. No. RoboQuest. Dungeons 4 wasn't in any of our top five, and RoboQuest was only in my top five, technically. Vampire Survivors? Oh, I we all gave it... Nope. Was Andrew, it... you had it right. See the stars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Which, do you guys want to guess your top five, or should I just say them? Well, it's I said Arcade Paradise, Sea of Stars, Vampire... Arcade Paradise is not in your top five. Okay, Vampire Survivors would be my third <laughs> guess. I mean, if we're counting Diablo 4, probably Diablo 4. And then... Mm, I'll say Exo Primal. Yeah, so Keith, your number one with 97 is Vampire Survivors. <laughs> 96, Diablo 4. Um, and number three, oh, well, actually, the rest are all 92s, so they're tied for third. Age of Empire 2, Exo Primal, and Sea of Stars. Okay. That was pretty close. Andrew? Man, my top five. Yours is technically <clears throat> six because you got some same scores. <laughs> I, I'm i guessing Vampire Survivors as well. Nope. Really? Okay. Mass Effect 2, definitely. Yep. Uh, sea of Stars, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we all had uh, it. <laughs> I was, oh, that's true. <laughs> um, possibly Diablo 4. Yep. I would change that score, though. I'm not a big fan of Diablo 4 now. Uh, Halo Infinite? Nope. Oh, I don't know. So, um, your number one with a score of 99 is Mass Effect 2. Yep. <laughs> um, the next three tied at 95 Age of Empires 2, Diablo 4, and Sea of Stars. Okay. And then um, five and six, both at 93, Hi Fi Rush and Starfield. So you guys agreed on Age of Empires 2 and Diablo 4. Um, for me, my number one was uh, Mass Effect 2 with 97. Uh, scored 91, Atomic Heart. 91, Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. And then the next four are all the same. Um, score of 90 Jurassic World Evolution 2 Hi-Fi Rush Starfield and RoboQuest such a weird combination of games to all share the same score I like Jurassic World 2 but we agreed on 3 Andrew Um, so bottom 5 I think is a a lot more obvious especially for Andrew (laughs) so I think for mine my only pass is Hi-Fi Rush I'm just going to go in order down the list of where I think it is Hi-Fi Rush Generation Zero no no. Dang. Because <laughs> um, I, I had all five picked here. Redfall. I love your... No. Yep. No. Okay, Redfall. Uh, Solasta. Yep. Uh, where was it? What was that? I had... What was my fifth one that I'm probably wrong at? Gosh, I don't, it actually might even be Big Con. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, you're... Worst rated game at 55 is Redfall. Then um, at 65, Homestead Arcana. Uh, 65, The Big Con. 66, The Evil Within. Oh, yeah. I hated that. Actually, oh, I enjoyed that game. Uh, 67, (laughs) Celesta. Yeah. And then, Andrew, what's the one that you didn't give a pass to? Oh, that's a good, that's a better trivia question. 
oh, I just had it, I think when you were reading, that I didn't give a pass. My- Was it Redfall? You you gave Redfall a pass. Okay. So you did the Big Con, Redfall, Homesteader Kana, and Spirity. Those were all passes. My guess is Signalis, so- and I'm probably wrong, but that's my guess. Nope. No. Yeah, I wouldn't think that either. There's parts that I remember not so- liking. So my five lowest games, and I didn't give one of them a pass. Yeah, so you gave um, the worst rated was a 35, the Big Con, Big 55, Con, yeah. Redfall, yep. 60, Homestead Arcana, Arcana yep. 70, Spirit Tea, and then 72 is... <laughs> was it 72? Yep. Was it Solasta? Nope. Okay. Um, oh, but... Last Case of Ben and Fox? Yes, was, Last yeah. Case of Ben and Fox. I just saw that. Um, so we... We all agreed on the Big Con and Homestead Arcana. Um, so my worst rated was a 60, the Big Con. Then at 69, Minecraft Legends, not nice. 70, Homestead Arcana. <laughs> I thought Keith was going to say something. So I, said, I, like the um, 70, I like you stopped and run away. Not nice, Keith. 73, <laughs> Generation Zero. Um, which I surprises me because I thought I really liked that game. Yeah, me and you had fun with it. Yeah, uh, seventy three spirit tea. But you know, what? At the beginning of the year, like scoring is different. You know, you know. Can, I, yeah. I I feel like I can kind of give a score based on what I've given other games now that the you know it's been like a year. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's wrap up twenty twenty three, shall we? Let's do it. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to us for another wonderful year. We'll be back again for more reviews that people don't care about <laughs> on our opinions. But uh, yes, please join us on our Discord or Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Email us. Go to GamePassGrabBack.com. Yeah, join our Discord. Talk to us. You know, we're going to start. You know, we've been ignoring some game requests. Well, not ignore, but. You know, with the holiday seasons, we've had some big game requests, and it's just like, ah, we don't have time for that. So I'm sure we're going to be starting off 2024 pretty strong. But yes, join us on our Discord. We'll start the, um, eventually we'll close it and give it as a Patreon thing. Talk on it. You can level up your account, and eventually we'll start giving away prizes to uh, when you hit certain milestones. So yeah, make sure you join the fun on our Discord. I've been your hardcore gamer, host Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. I've been Keith. I still think it's crazy that we've been doing this for four years. Um, I know. I I don't know. I just, I think it's really fun that, I don't know, I just get to every week just say whatever I want to anybody who's willing to listen. So to those of you who are willing to listen, <laughs> I appreciate you. It, it, it's, it keeps this fun. And I know I don't actually go to the Discord much, um, but I, I appreciate reading it all, uh, and I try to I try to participate. It's fun, which is funny because I, I I pushed it for a while, and now I can't keep up. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. But like Andrew said, it join there. It's a lot of fun. I don't know people talking games, and we've got other stuff going on, and um, yeah. So happy holidays and all of the things, and enjoy all that. Thank you all. We love you. Good night. Keith, should you give the award for your best fan? Every single one of you. You're all my best fan. Except for Andrew. Well, oh wait, no, you said fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Well, I, I was I, I was thinking <laughs> listener in my head, so I was going to call you a listener, but then I said fan. And I, yeah, no. To all my fans. Well, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of you either. I love all of our <laughs> listeners. Listen all of my fans, though, you're all my favorite. And that's all of you. I mean, I'm... 
I'm really proud of you guys. I mean, I took six breaks. You guys also did like boy talk episodes and stuff. You guys, so you guys did more than 42 episodes. You guys killed it. You guys lead very busy lives. And you guys uh, are very dedicated. You guys did a great job this year. I think you say we as if Keith put an effort. I show up. He showed up. Thank you, Liz. He showed up. This is like, I didn't show up to this is This is like Andrew. Maybe. But you cannot compare our efforts. I'm trying to give compliments no, this, here. No, this is Andrew, the guy who I was late to work all the time, but I showed up getting mad at me for showing up. I showed up, Andrew. And Yeah, but you're late all the time. But I show up. But also, thank you to all our guests. Um, I, just a quick rundown, and I hope, and if I miss anyone, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Javier. Thank you, Donnie. Donnie. Crap. I'm going to get roasted for that. I, I, you, you can't cut it. Cause, oh, Because yeah, I'm going to get roasted for that. Uh, yeah, he did like three. Hopefully I at least missed somebody else to make up for it. Nope. Crap, no, Max wasn't on this year. And then I would have remembered him anyways. Ah, crap. Sorry, Donnie. I, <laughs> I, it's, it's not even a bit. I just suck that bad. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you all for another wonderful year. We love you all. We'll see you again in 2024. Bye, guys. Actually, now that I say that, probably when this episode airs, it'll be in 2024. So, we'll see you this year. <laughs>